Okay, so this is episode 20 of Music and More, and obviously in this episode, it's going to be part two of the uh, debut album review. Um, obviously, we've had some brilliant feedback on this episode. Um, we, you know, we all really enjoyed doing it, and it's been really nice to read back, uh, read back through a lot of the feedback that we've had. And um, yeah, I really hope that everyone's looking forward to this next episode. So thank you very much. I mean, you can't, you know, make a gas of beard and then go sing. So we tried a lot of times, but... That's a perfect intro into this next song because it is Turn Out the Light in it next. And Rob did one thing that I've always loved, and I'd forgotten about this in just a very brief story. Um, you know, I, I hadn't listened to any of our records for years, blah, 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 until recently. And it, But at one point I was at a, um, a friend, like a, a, a new friend's house and they were listening to a record and it got to turn out turn out the light and I just burst out laughing. And everyone looked at me like I was weird and they're like, I'm sorry. And they were like, what's up? And I was like, well, I've literally just remembered that the singer did this really emotional song, all of it in the studio in a full gaffer beard. Um, and that, that image just lives with me. Um, whenever I hear this song, because, do you know what I mean? For everyone else, it's this, like, hyper-emotional, sensitive thing. And to me, I can just see Robin a gaffer bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it totally doesn't match with the what you think about when you hear this song. Because it's such a, it, I don't know, this, I don't want to say the word sophisticated, but when you hear this song, you think something like, yeah, you could slide this on a best of Led Zeppelin and people might make it one of the better songs on the album. <laughs> you know, like it has oh, that. Man. <laughs> no, man, no, man. I couldn't agree with that. I'm sorry. Yeah, come on. This... <laughs> no, man. <laughs> I I definitely, I've always felt that way and I, I, I stand by my opinion. <laughs> it's barely making a best off of us. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, I, I like this song. It's one of, it's one of my, fa- I, well, I don't know if it's one of my favorites of, of ours, but I certainly really like it. Love that note as well. It's another one of those where credit to you, Phil. It just goes different places. You know, it's mellow and then it speeds up. It just, I just love the the change. And it's just, like you said, you do that a lot to play with the emotions. And I, this is just another one of those examples, in my opinion. Yeah, this is me being sophisticated. This is me doing time signatures. That's sophistication, right? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I remember hearing that bit going, I don't know. Doing? I, I, I can't. What, what, what are we doing? <laughs> well, there's plenty of times where I were playing rhythms going, I don't know how I'm doing this. Do you know what I mean? Like like you say, the time signature now sounds confusing to me, but I don't know. It's just how we played, isn't it? But I, I love this song. I love it. Great vocal. I know that you don't feel so great. You don't like it that much, do you, Rob, now? Mm, I mean, parts of it are, I think, are really cool. That is, I mean, what you guys do is insane. I, I, my parts make me cringe a little bit here and there, mm. but... Um, I think I always remember the moment where you were tracking it the three of you and just and like it was the, the what was coming out of the speakers was, I just remember being like wow this like feels like a I remember doing it I think we, I think you were tracking it tracked it at night I think I remember you tracking it at night yeah. and it just like like sounded especially those verses it sounded so good yeah I mean it's, it's kind of it's not the same as human, but it's coming from that sort of softer, more delicate um, sort of place, definitely, and then it just drops out of that. And the weeping guitar, and then the screaming. It, yeah, it's, it's such a nice song. And that little bell, that's the part I could play. <laughs> Ding. 
<laughs> I, I love listening to like like listening now and you hear a little bit and you're like oh, I forgot totally about that still doing that little guitar bits and stuff that I've done or little vocals that you've done wrong that's a mega vocal I think uh, the reason I don't like it is because I know I won't be able to do it again <laughs> so I'm like oh god I can't do that ever again I think uh, like our best well I think there's a couple of good versions of this but live at Blank Canvas is a good version there's a little riff that I borrowed from uh, Embrace. <laughs> that little retread riff. Yeah, I think this is a bit where people feel it's quite Led Zeppelin, don't they? Just I don't know. I think it's just a baby, baby bit more than anything that makes it. Yeah, I think it's a baby bit. Makes it Led Zeppelin. But I always like the middle eight on this one as well. I thought the middle eight was good, and I think that I think that was something we came up with pretty fast. I think we had the main. Uh, verse and like this end bit and I think we sort of came up with that middle eight in the studio or certainly when we started working the songs up with Jim this is where it gets really good starts to speed up a little bit and then yeah the screaming and yeah yeah it's a big moment on record I know I've said it before, I am proud of my symbol work there. And I know my mate Taylor's <laughs> taking the piss out of me for saying that, but <laughs> I like the melody I play on the symbols. Oh yeah. Yeah, no. They're doing a lot to be fair, and I love that vocal as well, Rob. Trailing off. My guitar needs to sound fatter there, it sounds too twee. <laughs> that was wild. It was always tough keeping up with intensity that Phil and I, well, everyone else would, were building oh, up, trying to um, trying to cut through with my fingers. That, yeah, it was painful a lot of time. <laughs> Is that the thing that's going to prevent you from playing uh, the odd tunes, Stu? How fast your fingers can move? Uh, we'll see how we get on. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of practice should be all right, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like Robert in those high notes. I, yeah. it's just getting those speeds. I love this drop. Absolutely love that. With yeah, it's the release. Line there, cars. That's a sick riff, man. Yeah, that's one of my favourite riffs on the album. Yeah, man, I love that one. We have a little sort of whale noises over top as well here. Yeah, just on. Is that an Ebo? I think I'm using the Ebo. Yeah, the Ebo used to be such your friend early on. It did, yeah. I loved it. Oh, is it that glockenspiel? Or xylophone, even. Just literally right at the end. It's a I casual end as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, such a casual end, which is like, gets everybody like, oh, and then you guys slide into people, <laughs> the people, which is just the complete opposite of casual. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, it, I think it's interesting how people connect with our songs, don't they? And I think Turn Out the Light's still a big tune for people, but, I mean, you should talk about big tunes. I wonder what changed our... Well, you know, I wonder what changed our fortunes more, Long Road or this. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. this is a massive tune. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a... I, don't think it, I don't think it made it... I don't think it was a bad thing having Long Road and then smashing into, into this. Yeah. <laughs> And then get away on it, do you know what I mean? Singles off the album, Long Road Truth, Get Away, and, and this. Oh. This song used to be Carnage Live as well. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was pretty much all we had, right? And we'd just do it for 12 minutes. Just going somewhere else and then coming back to this. <laughs> kicking out, kicking in and dropping down and kicking in and dropping down. Builds, builds and... Yeah. I remember, I remember his, it taking his ages to get that drop right live as well. Yeah, yeah. I remember like it took us a while to get that right, didn't it? I love the I love the feel of this chorus, and like that's a proper 1970s micro synth I'm using for that sound as well. And I remember I I did did like some takes, and Jim would be sat there on faders on the little uh, micro synth trying to sort of make some really cool little. Um, one-off little sounds, do you know what I mean? And a lot of what this is made up of is actually those, to be fair, rather than one straight take. Like this bit you can hear there. That's yeah. really messing with faders on Microsoft. What are you saying right there? She she goes, what? On, on and on, and on, on and on. <laughs> some, people, some people's interpretations of your lyrics, man, honestly. Some of them have mean stitches. Love this vocal as well. What, what are you saying, saying there? No lyric whatsoever there. Nice. That's what I always thought. I always thought it was just it was just like a mantra. Yeah. I I think at one point I might have said marijuana. (laughs) 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 Wow. Yeah, that that lyric is timeless for sure. It's, it's just, you know, we know we ever did with conventional warrior. I mean, if you try and like think of what this song actually is or what it sounds like, I think that's what we're always special about us really. Is, you know, well, what did it sound like? It's like, oh, that's a long conversation. How long have you got? Do you know what I mean? But this this is what I'm talking about with, about with straight though. Listen to how, how Phil and Stu played that, that verse. The same verse, but the way they play makes it feel like it's a brand new thing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing nothing different. Like that's that's better than doing too much. Do you know what I mean? That's mm. I think that's magic. Like the dance aspect of the song is just so amazing. <laughs> it's addictive, isn't it? It's what's addictive about it. I still remember seeing this, and this was definitely the song that turned the crowd when I saw you guys in Florida. Everyone went from like, "Oh, what are these guys doing?" and then, "Oh, wait a minute!" Everyone's all of a sudden people yeah, started dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just a sing-along song, right? Yeah, yeah, proper. Yeah, Rob, you mentioned that's that's why you thought it might have been so popular in uh, Japan. Yeah, because you know they want a lyric for a lot of it. You know, I mean, da 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 da. It's not the lyric; it's the melody of that, right? The simplicity yeah. of it, I guess. I think it's got everything for for what um, the Japanese fan base like in the music. Do you know what I mean? That high energy. Uh, guitars and dance and a great vocal. I think we we were we happened at a right point in time for um, you know uh, the Japanese sort of music listening public, so to speak. I'll never burn. I, I remember when you did that. It's like what a fucking lyric. Simple, <laughs> simple as oh, simple as you you know, simple as you want, but it says so much. Who's doing this part with the when it winds down like that? 303. That was Barney and Jim doing that. I've always wanted to work with a 303. Could never afford one or anything. Love that. Bedrockers. So acid house and stuff. It reminds me of going to the carnival. You ever go on that ride called Music Express where it's like a little roller coaster that just keeps
I'll be honest, Pete, oh, yeah. I think uh, carnivals are a little bit different to yours. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was just there, that. Ah, such a great song. Do you fear for your life when you go to a carnival? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I think that's the. they're definitely the same in that regard. Because in America, when you go to a carnival, the guy who's running the ride, he looks like he's like straight out of 1960. He's got the cigarettes rolled up in his white T-shirt, the greasy hair, yep. and he looks like he's been doing crack. And he's the one that's in charge of your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, they sound pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what comes after the people then? I'm trying to remember that one. How could you forget? <laughs> How long has it been since you listened to this album? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been good at remembering track listings. Honestly, uh, I, I think it's only because I listened to it fairly recently. I can remember the middle section. Oh, this, this album finishes so strong. I mean, you go turn out the light. It's all that's that's the last time you relax for a little while. Then it goes the people, and then we slide in the getaway, and then of course mega disco. And then, yeah, so it just getaway. Just, getaway after the people. Oh yeah, absolutely. One. Do you guys know a guy? Well, I'll, I'll, <laughs> do you guys know a guy on Twitter? His name is Jay Voudres Sucre. It's a French for yeah, yeah. I love sugar. <laughs> One of Kevin's next mates, yeah, yeah. He is insanely in love with Getaway. Like, this is like his favorite everything. He's always talking about Getaway. And his comment on the, the, when we were asking for questions, he was like, please tell me what the greatest track on the album is and tell me why it's Getaway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was probably a jokey question, but I don't know. It's, you know, like I was saying, it's three big tracks that in it. I mean, even if you take out Truth, you know, The People, Long Road, and Getaway as as your three singles, um, it's pretty hardcore, to be fair. But as we've said, you know, when we when we did this in the studio um, and the management came down to hear it, they weren't really feeling it, were they? Tim weren't really feeling this song. And that uh, I remember being proper blown away by that. Really, and like really confused as well, because we were we were all so into it, like properly excited about it, properly excited about it. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is another one of those songs. I, I can't even imagine that Tim not wanting this on the album. That to me blows my mind. I'm sure he regrets that now. I know he's taken that back since then. Imagine that happens with most songs. Uh, there's going to be somebody who don't like it. Like whether it's A and R or management or bands or whatever. Like a big song, somebody hates it. <laughs> the bass on this song is intense. I love that little crack in your voice there, Rob. As well, left two save. Yeah, yeah. yeah that- I love that. I'm into that bass line as well. Yeah. And that's one of my prouder moments is that I love the album. It's ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) I love when it kicks in. It's just a proper wall of sound, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, when it kicks in, yeah. And then Adam's guitar in line with the bass. It's simple as well. I mean, exactly, this is the simplest thing I ever did on guitar. It's literally, other than that intro where it's all about that, that bounce and that rhythm. Like the rest of it is just, mm. you know, just mm. in them chords and it's all about power on this one again and, when it kicked in, when it drops. feels like that's cute, but now we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I remember doing this in two, in two different times. Because that first vocal is, I, I remember my voice was fucked and we had to leave before I did it. If you listen to the back end of the song, the, the vocal sounds really strong. But it was like recorded again was the vocal for the second half of the episode. Hmm. Oh, really? oh, I this is his second verse. 
Yeah, yeah, you can hear it's not as tired. Like, it's just completely different to yeah, yeah. time. Never noticed. This was, this was a fun video shoot as well. I remember this video shoot. It was a good laugh. Love the harmonies on that too. It's just, it's just a great tune all around. Great vocal. This is really interesting for me to watch uh, the, the other guys build it. This is a slightly different process, I think. Uh, uh, it started out way different. I think it started on a drum machine or something. Yeah. And um, I remember having to think about this one outside of the studio, and I, I'd never done that before. Ramble to this we had before we went to Jacobs. I think this was certainly one that we sat down with Jim and sort of, you know, talked about the structure, which we didn't do on a lot of them. I think we did that slightly with the people. The people was always a troublesome one to actually really nail down a structure. And I think this one were very similar, but sort of with Jim's help, we, you know, managed to shape it into this. Because we didn't have, I don't think we had the drop down, did we? I think that happened in the studio. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I remember me and Stu writing that, watching telly in the lounge. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. What's yeah, that little yeah, that was click me click? And Stu just jabbing at a drum machine. I can't remember doing that at all. Can you not? No. Got no. the drum machine up there. It's, uh, it's just me and you sat on the floor just pressing as many buttons as we could. <laughs> you sure that wasn't Tony Hawk? All <laughs> <laughs> red, red card soccer. That was funny though, that game. I love the way you pull out everything in the song as right before it explodes. And I know that's a big moment at concerts as well, where things get quiet and he says, everybody, everybody wants, it, and then it just explodes. Yep. I love the way you guys do that, where you just pull everything out for a minute. That's so dramatic. Yeah, I think this is uh, this biggest moment live, would you say, when, it's, when it kicks in properly? This is what a testosterone sure. moment for me, man. <laughs> when this guitar kicks in. Moment. It's just when drum kicks in with that big synth riff as well. Yeah, so the synth crunchy. riff, riff and the 808 add into it. Yeah. He just cool as fuck this bit. Oh, he just feels mm. cool as fuck playing this bit. Yeah, it's, it's raw. Definitely the best part coming up right here, though. <laughs> That's the recycled vocal, that, in the yeah. early one. So much going on that uh, you do, we don't do live. Yeah, no, yes. <laughs> I know, yeah, I was really. thinking that. Well, I do. I try and replicate that synth riff, but I kind of do it on guitar. Um, because actually, I kind of, kind of prefer. But there is a lot going on. Man. Get a little bit faster then. <laughs> He did, yeah, I think he did play back. <laughs> well, it depends how many layers of vocals right? there is as well. You just keep picking them out of the way and take a listen to it. That wailing synth as well, I just thought about that. That woo 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 woo. This was one where we used to really crank on those massive speakers at Jacob's, wasn't it? Yeah. On the bigs, yeah, put it on the bigs. Definitely, yeah. 
Yeah, because you can really feel that uh, the kick drum. You did, um, and then I, I, I insisted this go somewhere. I had this riff and I was like, I'm putting this riff somewhere. It's like, put it end. All right, put it end. So it's all the way over to the right. I've never noticed that. It's panned over to the right. I, don't I like how it, sounds, like how it ends. Spinning sound is so good. Well, I, I like how it ends in the same way that it kind of starts with that lo-fi drum beat, you know, that lo-fi lo drum machine. Do you know what I mean? It's a big tune. Love it. So how many tracks are actually left at this point then on the record? What are you rushing me? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm gen genuinely inquiring. No, nah, there's disco, too high, and then of course the hidden track. Oh, of course, yeah. Well, disco. Oh, uh, disco. Disco. <laughs> Maybe that was the one what? I always thought was like a could slide on the Zeppelin best of. I think that's the one I used to think that about. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. You can't keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like, and the bass on this is like, forget everybody. When it's, this bass drops, it's like, I am the baddest yeah. person on the planet. It <laughs> is very Zeppelin, though, isn't it? You, you, you are right a little bit. Nice. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, I agree. It's I agree. very inspired by Zeppelin. You guys are just being too humble. It could have just been called blues rather than disco. Oh, this it one, could have, It depends yeah. which half we chose to name it <laughs> exactly. after. The, the second half. Is, is the second half more distinctive in it? So it's like, oh, that yeah. one with disco bit in it rather than that one with like blues. But yeah. The first half, I don't know if it's pure accidental, but this is very Sabbath as well. Oh, yeah, it for is. sure. For sure. Uh, is, it like do is, it, is it War Dogs or Dog? What's, the, what's it called? War Pigs. War Pigs. Yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. I just don't, I mean. Talk about mission statement. This was kind of another one that fit into that mold for me. You know, dance, long roads, people, and get away a bit like this as well, because it's I just so different in it. You know, what I mean, who's who's yeah. got the audacity to just go on board at this time, uh, this tempo? <laughs> yeah, th honestly, that's the truth. Because everybody's trying to fit a song into a certain amount of time, go with a tempo, and this song is just like, no, we're just going to enjoy this. Well, that's it's, it. We it's never. 1965. We we just never thought like that. We never thought this, come on, lads, this is going to be three and a half minutes because it's going on radio. You know what I mean? And when we talked about it in the Will episode, you know, a lot of our jams were seven and a half, eight minutes to get everything into them that we felt were necessary. But this one is a monster live. I love playing this live. Absolutely love it. I love when it picks up. Because at this point, if you're not heard it, you're like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, literally, it was like, what's going on? I like how it almost feels like you've fallen into a trip or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, have yeah, you ever definitely. looked across the midnight sky and then all of a sudden you're like, what? Where's I'm this going? sucked <laughs> in, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this were, this were difficult to get this one right, like, um, on the record, uh, which is, as I said before, but a big problem we always had were um, capturing that real raw live energy um, on the record, but... I think we almost nailed it here. I mean, nothing's ever perfect. But the swagger on the lyric, too. You better get up and listen, because we got something yeah, yeah. to say to you, which is always literally like, so, yeah, it gets your blood pumping. Drumming on this as well. Shit. The last tambourine moment. But then, you know, this will have been another moment for me when we wrote this tune. You know, going from that to this, you're just like, it's such a contrast, but it just feels so natural. You, know, like, you never think, well, that's all. The bass line's unbelievable, Stu. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's easy to play around when you've got that baseline to play with. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just keep, just keep that solid. All I do on this is just keep that solid, and then you guys go for all sorts of mad tangents. Yeah, but that's that's you through and through, Stu. Like you don't talk as much on here with the rest of us because you hold us all together with it. <laughs> yeah. The only one who's not doing the maddest stuff, like you keep us rooted. I just follow you half the time. I feel like I can follow you most of the time, to be fair as well. Oh, I think we all follow each other. I think yeah, I suppose yeah. that's kind of in the section though, when it be kind yeah, of yeah. off each other. We're really close, we're more close than you kind of realise at times. Yeah, it's definitely funny how your personalities fit your instruments. Like Adam, all over the place with the guitar, the wild guitar, Phil just keeping the drum, and but he definitely supported with the with the bass. It, I, I see the personality in your instruments. Big Day Out 2003 is one of the best performances of this. Oh yeah, that was really good. Absolutely amazing. The lob of that is just insane. Didn't love it. Like um, a bit like that MTV for his birthday party, mate. You look possessed. Absolutely possessed. <laughs> Love it. I'm embarrassed this to say how many times I've seen that video. This is definitely inspired by Jim Morrison, this bit for me. I was thinking the same, yeah. yeah. So, so Dawes is this bit, man. Yeah, and all I'm trying to do here is think, right, Phil's taking it down, taking it down. <laughs> building it back up. I'm going to do a peep show joke then. It's just, I don't know about you, Phil, but at this point, I'm just thinking tears, slowly just like, there's little tears every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little steps. Yes. Yeah. Those steps are kind of what I do, and yeah. that comes from dance music. You know, you do yeah. 16 bars, and then yeah. you add a hi hat. Yeah. I don't know, that bit were a nightmare to do live, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're taking off in a spaceship right here. <laughs> I do. I just love when it comes back down to that though. And this is, I remember this at festivals. This is where you get random people walking past and just going and just stopping and just being like, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? I remember that vividly in lots of places. We think it were um, the Glastonbury thing where we came for Zwan, we played this as well. There's some footage kicking around of that at Disco. Oh yeah, when, when we, when yeah, we played the Temple Plaza. Yeah. 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 Fair play for Abyss to refer this back to the intro as well. That was his yeah. idea, wasn't it? Yeah, what, what a idea. shout. Yeah. What a shout. Yeah. That's how you end that song, for sure. Yeah. I, lo I love it in that wah, anything that E. That, 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 <laughs> that wah. Yeah, yeah. In fact, this bit, I was still channeling the edge here. Like a bit bullet the blue sky sort of coming from yeah. that sort of. Yeah, man. Yeah, monster. <laughs> How the you fuck can't... do we do that? <laughs> I don't know. What I mean. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I love that tune. I mean, that's one. That's that's one that I think it's got to be. It's got to be happening at Temple News. I mean, is that in some form or other? Acoustic yeah. version. <laughs> team boat. Team boat. Team boat. <laughs> look, looking at you, Rob. <laughs> yeah. I think we could make that work. You know, that, this is the thing as well that people have to realise. You know, like. You don't, you know, you don't have to hit every note like you hit them. Do you know what I mean? We just, just about the fucking vibe that tune anyway. I know, you know? but you know me. Once I'm in, I know, I know, I know. Once I'm in, and I'm there, 
And we'll be like, this might never happen again. Fuck it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just oh, can't yeah. think that three songs in. <laughs> yeah. Let's not open with disco then. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Definitely let's not. Although it would be a good opener in some circumstances. But yeah, um, I remember, I can't remember whether it was, I think it was about disco, someone's story I read um, on, on a Big Day Out video saying I was at Big Day Out and I was at Other End at Festival and then I heard this noise and it drew me and my mates in and, and it was a, the music playing disco, which, you know, they'd never heard of as a rope like that. And just that sort of being spellbound by it. But yeah, no, I love that tune, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then it comes into Too High, the last song on the album before the uh, before the hidden track. I, I love Too High. I, in hindsight, I feel like Walls Get Smaller should have ended this album. Uh, yeah, it's interesting that. Because, hmm. I mean, sometimes I don't even think as Walls as a secret track on second album. Do you know what I mean? I think of it in the first album context which is not even on yeah I'd actually agree with that but this is I find this sophisticated and again I love that simple bass line and just how it just goes down to those, those two notes and again I remember being in, um, below church hall in that room and it just like those two notes for some reason used to really resonate in that room and it just proper hit you in chest mm. This and this is you, uh, this is a concentrate one for me I don't know about Phil as well. I'm always watching Phil's hi-hats on this because I don't know how much of my delay you can hear or what. Um, I'm always watching the kick and the, and the hi-hat. Yeah, it's definitely one of my click, favorites. It was a nightmare for me to play. Yeah. One of my favorites to play alive. I, I do, I'd say him again, I spend so much of it just watching Phil. Yeah. But trying to, you know, I think trying to keep up with him and, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, I just love it. I am pretty enigmatic, Carter. Absolutely. <laughs> you draw me in all the time, Phil. I like Rob's little guitar as well. That part right there is, uh, yeah, yeah. seasons the such song. A, it's such a, like a, a dainty sound, but it just cuts through just so mm-hmm. powerfully. Signature Harvey guitar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's proper like unmistakable. And the lyrics too. I love the the, the meaning behind the lyrics of the song. Didn't, I mean, you, say, didn't you say it was because everybody said you guys wouldn't make it and it was too hard? I don't know. Yeah, Rob. Uh, it's, it's the whole thing really. I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking for myself here, but the whole thing from the beginning felt like, especially, it felt so difficult to even imagine being able to do what we do. That a lot of it came from this, we can do it, you know, mm. this angst, unexplicable angst that we had. And it's not like, like I said, I don't think any of it lyrically was thought about. It just came out like, just like all the rest of the elements. Like, it's not like I sat there stroking my chin going, oh yeah, I'll say this. It just fucking came out. And now we think mm. back, it's like, oh, maybe it meant that. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? It just came out in the vibe. Yeah. I think that's what it was, wasn't it? It was just like a melting pot. Do you know what I mean? Where we were putting all our creativity, angst, being pissed off about stuff, all that stuff was just going into it and stuff like this were coming out, which starts, again, starts in such a subtle, beautiful way and then it's becoming grand now. Do you know what I mean? It's brooding, becoming grand and brooding and then it just gets to that machine gun snare um, build, which I remember when Phil was sort of doing that, I was just thinking, what is going on here? You know, it's like, when is he going to kick in? But it just added so much drama to it. Do you know what I mean? That sort of natural drama. It wasn't just a song with a verse and a chorus and then a middle A and a chord or whatever. You listen to the, how like, 
everything else is it's, it's not about anything else now other than film. We've just gone. We, I remember we just all sit back and go, fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm playing one chord. I'm playing one chord to see over and over. Be minor over. I love that bit where it snake came in there. Yeah, I, I don't even know where I got this from. I know that the intro. I was listening to a band called Arab Shrap. That's where I got that yeah. intro from. Yeah, yeah. Then there was definitely Mogwai was that section before this. This feels more like Dolls or something that I was trying yeah, to do. Yeah, definitely listen to that as well there. This feels like a masterpiece though, the way this thing finishes. This is classic, Phil. Did we cut the bill down? Did we cut this down on it? It pisses me off though. Ah, did we? I, yeah, I like this build score for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> me too, man. So do I. Interesting to me around much. But I mean, I d- this one, one that Tim were always sort of focused on as saying it's not quite captured how it, how it is live. And I do think that this one, as much as any of them, I know what he means. I love the way this thing starts to slide <laughs> when the guitar comes in. <laughs> Right here. It's not. It's still quite long. This build. It's not long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always, always watch you in disbelief at this point, Phil. It's a bit like on the dance. I honestly, it's like what the fuck. I love them stops. This bit exactly. Again, it's just committing to the moment. I love that symbol Hicks. It's mm. such relief that I can stop playing. <laughs> 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 is that what we is that what so is that what we ended it on too high? Obviously other than the secret track. Yeah. The secret track went at the beginning, right? No, I, I don't. I've never, I've never known how to act. Yeah, yeah, yeah you mean, had to go. You had to start it and then go yeah. back. Didn't oh, you? did you? But I yeah, mean, so it's like, like it, so it's in front of the first track. Two I was certainly something that we had for a long time that developed over time. Won it? Do you know what I mean? That were another. That were another one of why I sort of call OG ones that we had as far back as you know church hall and stuff like that. I remember that one. That one, that came together in Sponge in the biggest room in Sponge Studios. Bit like New Instrumental did actually. New Instrumental came together really well in Sponge. Um, but yeah, too, I also did. It's really, it's you know, it's that's another one where we were. Well, I suppose it's another side of that sort of mission statement. You know, I know I keep saying that, but there are lots of songs that show off sort of the different sides of what what we did. I suppose. Yeah. Did hmm. Two I or Walls come first? The wall. Oh, it must have been Walls because we played wall. that at Brighton things, didn't we? Well, we did Wall. Honestly, that first practice we did um, were. Uh, we did the dance, we did walls, and there was another one as well. There was another one that we came up with really early doors. Um, I can't remember, but certainly, you know, some of the earliest tunes there, the date back to church hall and stuff. We all green pearl kit, that green pearl kit. I remember that. Mm. Mm. It's that kit. 
It took me a while to find uh, the new instrumental. I played this album for more than I like to admit without knowing this song existed. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, and it's called new instrumental because it's not walls, is it? It's an instrumental that's not walls. So ah, it's called, interesting. It's called new instrumental. Yeah. I never knew that. That's interesting. Yeah. Another, you know, another one of them title things. Not walls is a better name. <laughs> <laughs> walls. Too. It is, man. Um, it's interesting as well. New, it's an interesting one, new instrumental. It's one that I'd like to play again, but that'd be an absolute nightmare for me trying to recreate these sounds. Although maybe oh, it'd yeah. be fun. It'd be to be fun, and I should embrace it. But there are some nuts. Yeah, let's do an instrumental. Yeah, I will. I'm up. I'm, I'm up for trying. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's one. It's a proper cool song to play live, and so like when it kicks in, it's so DJ Shadow in all the right ways. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think the whole yeah. thing is the whole thing is quite private press in it, although. We did this a long time before that, didn't we? Although not a long yeah. time. But certainly, it's actually, I think me and you were listening to a lot of Red Snapper as well. That's right. That's right. Mm. I love the way the bass and the drum is at the exact same time. That just sounds so cool. Yeah, we're tight. <laughs> <laughs> this is another one where just proper cool song, and you just feel really cool when you're playing it. Like when that groove kicks in, man. Slamming, proper slamming tune, this one. Are you using them lighter sticks on this as well, Phil? What this yeah, one I'm thinking I, uh, I start with the... Um... The rods at it. Yeah. That's yeah. it, yeah, yeah. What are they called? How good a drummer am I? I can't even think what they're called. I move on to the rods at this point, but I'm oh, using yeah. the other sticks before that. I use uh... three sets of sticks for this song. Oh, wow. Oh, you start with your... Oh, brushes as well on the... Um, the brushes. You know, the... <laughs> Tell them a good drummer, right? Yeah, the <laughs> fat-ended ones. <laughs> yeah, it's a trip, this tune. That sound. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I were, I were listening to a lot of mezzanine at this point, a lot of massive, that, that specifically that record, a lot of really brooding, mean sort of lo-fi wrist that's certainly what I would try to do apart from this bit which is pure Tom Morello <laughs> oh yeah that's definitely Tom Morello right there <laughs> oh, but sort of with the lane stuff on which he would never really into he was a dry signal kind of guy I don't think we talk about Rage enough as an influence I think mm. they were quite a big influence on right. certainly the three of us yeah I definitely like Zach. yeah um I think that that's probably the, some of the most things we ever covered in inverted commas, wasn't it? We're always playing through stuff like that in uh, practice room just for a laugh. Always going through a bullet yeah. in the head or something. Oh, I'd love to be in a Rage cover band. <laughs> <laughs> I love I this love this change right here. Yeah, yeah. It just goes dark as sin here, doesn't it? And oh, yeah. <laughs> this bit this bit is like cool as fuck when it comes back. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, it's me trying to do hip-hop, which is probably introducing DJ Shadow, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Baseline as well. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that quality is that. I love it. At what point did we decide to just do this bit? Is that I've got the whole the same bit all Phil. the way through? Why at that point did it change? It's still in it. It's just still going through the bringing the different flavors in. Changed again a little bit there, hasn't it? Yeah. It's either boredom or mischievousness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, I suppose there are doors, there are sort of doors element in this, isn't there, as well? Kind of. 
Well, we switch there, Adam, don't we? Yeah. I've got, I would go, and then you're like, yeah. We do that on the quite a few. I think we do that on walls as well. We kind of switch roles just for one of the little filling bits. I just love because it it's four musicians that are just synchronizing and all over the place, but just it sounds so good. It's that rich sync guitar just made for this tune, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. It was. It was it just made rough. right for this tune. Oh. <laughs> That's a stain of picking up as well. It's mad. <laughs> this is me making a long bit again, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, guys, guitar this is fucking metal. That's well, Coverello. That's my Zoom 88. You man, that pedal. And then is that really sinister guitar if you're doing though, Rob? It's, it's really, <laughs> it's really evil, isn't it? And it comes in again, doesn't it? It slams, it slams in again now. Best part. <laughs> that, riff, that riff is on fire, isn't it? It's looking ridiculous. It whammy as well. Yeah, it is a trip, this tune. You do forget how good these instrumentals are. I would have I loved to have just done an album of this kind of stuff at some point. Yeah. yeah. That would have been amazing. Well, I mean, a soundtrack for a film, I think, would have been good for us at that point. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, we nearly we nearly got into something like that, didn't we? We nearly did um, uh, it was, it was a Luke Besson film, actually. Luke Besson. We turned him yeah. down, yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I think we're too busy, weren't we? I think it was deemed like, the wrong like direction Stu to did. go in. Yeah, like, like Stu says, that little riff there that Rob's doing. Just changes that little bit. Yeah, and that's the tune in itself uh, right there. We could have built that into a song. Yeah. A bass, boom, boom. And I'm just, just pushing follow, that. Just following Phil. I'm just pushing that Floyd Rose right the way down till it's <laughs> pushing it wood. Then like, let it back up. It's a tune, yeah, that. It's yeah, it's so yeah. that. I've that for that ages. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Where did you find that, Pete? Then because last night we you could only find the uh, the live at the cockpit version, which were quite good, but that one's definitely better bass line when that slams in. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. Mike Mobs sent me a copy of it as well as uh, Mahoney. These guys. I, I, there's a whole yeah. There's a whole yeah, subgroup yeah. of uh, music fans that. And anytime I say anything now, which is that's probably the best benefit of the podcast is like I'm like I just send out a couple of messages. Hey, does anyone know this? I get I get six people sending me. I'm like oh beautiful. Yeah, the version I had, which I always I forgot about that version. I always had the live in Leeds version, and then I always thought that was the only version, and it it ends like right. this. I have the end of it here. And other than that, it almost sounds exactly the same with subtle differences. But uh, yeah, and that's Rob says cheers on the end. That's the that's the version I always listen to. So when I, I had to dig and find the the studio version, so that one was truly a hidden track. <laughs> yeah, I remember Man. that gig. I've got that gig on video actually in a little in a video in a bit like a red cover. It's got a red cover of Rob. Yeah, I'll have to dig that out. Actually, what, what gig? What gig was that? That was cockpit. No, alive at the cockpit. So that'll have been. I think it was the time, uh, no, the rocket, sorry, not the cockpit, the rocket. It, it, All right, it, yeah. It was a smaller room. Um, don't think it, what, it wasn't the time when everything went off. I think that were on third album, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 But it was well, the first or second time we played that uh, rocket room. And um, yeah. I was that Will Lamack? Steve Lamack, or was that a different one? Well, I think St no, Steve. Before would, that? Yeah, before, before that. Before that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Tony Wilson was there, wasn't he? Tony Wilson did Joe's as well. I don't know if he... He might have been in that one as well. He definitely came to a few of them. He definitely yeah, came to, to, he came to a few. Rocket one as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, you're yeah. right, he did. He definitely did, yeah. Um, uh, I think I bought my, my I bought my guitar that day, I think. 
that Gibson SG that day, I think. Mm. Right. Yeah. So a couple of fan questions. Uh, you get some of you, well, t- I know, uh, Adam, you know, Tomo. Oh yeah. 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 Bless Tomo. Yeah. yeah she's, she's lovely. From, lovely from Japan. Yeah. 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 Uh, she wanted to know, and I, I think I already answered her question for her, but she had she had wanted to ask uh, where you guys did most of your practicing. And uh, I told her, I think you did most of your practicing in Soundworks. Well, I mean, it depends sort of from the early stage. We did most of our practicing in Kipax in um, like a, a church hall and above a pub, just like in a function room. That's where we that's where we started, so to speak. We were never in people's garages while we were. We were always like in church hall or above the pub. Um, but yeah, certainly after that, it was sound works. So uh, I, also uh, Squidge, big follower of the music. Uh, she wanted to know what you guys uh, enjoy playing live the most. That's going to be different for everyone, that, isn't it? Definitely going to be different for everyone. Um, for me, I would say it's always been the dance. I always buzz off playing the dance and just, it's because it's first song we play when we come on and it's, you know, I don't know, I've always really enjoyed playing it and it's just a, a proper sort of explosion of energy at the end. So I think for me, the dance is always, the, and I love, fucking love that drum beat that Phil does when it really slams in. I want to enjoy the dance the most. It's certainly one of my favourite to play. The, the problem for me is it's always the first time I'm, so I'm always like on edge of like, is it going to sound okay? Is, uh, is my, yeah. my monitors working? Like, is anything going to yeah. go wrong technically? Like, I don't really relax until halfway through the gig when I'm like, this is all settled now. <laughs> it's one of my favourite songs to play, but it's only really like when I'm towards the end, something like walls get smaller when I know the gig's ending that's when i can relax and yeah you know that you're gonna get out off your kit after that song as well so you can go all out <laughs> and push the cymbals away and walk away throw the drumsticks yeah yeah i feel like there's been a lot of stories of me being angry on stage or in <laughs> studios over these podcasts well I think... it's it's certainly true <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it's i'm as angry as it makes out no, no, I, I, I have got frustrated on stage i know that we were all angry back in the day, weren't we? We, yeah. you know, we all, we all, when shit didn't go right, we um, we knew how to kick off, definitely. Um, but no, like, like the, I think I taught a couple of specific. I mean, fans noticed it from the big day out to uh, 2003 video on walls. At the end of that, you look seething and you've like kicked the kit away. <laughs> and um, there was the story uh, where, when we were recording Healer and. Um, was it healer and you couldn't quite get the beat and you sort of lost your head a bit like that? But we've all had those moments, literally all had those moments. But well, yeah. that 2003 so, Big Day Out, I always thought it was he was exhausted. I truly never, I never got mad. I got like, get me out of here, give me uh, some water. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it was. Uh, it could be, I was definitely mad with healer. Um, that's like one of the overriding stories from the first album that I really struggled to play that song. Managed to do it, got furious, stormed off came back, I think it was Barney had deleted it all, apart from the hi-hat, after I'd finally got the take done. <laughs> oh, the hi-hat was left, I didn't realise. Just just the hi-hat. Oh, uh, I, was, uh, I played a gig a few years ago, uh, I was supporting Bombay Bicycle, and uh, they they worked with Jim Abbess, and they start telling me my story. They start saying, oh, this engineer that we worked with, it once deleted a whole drum track, oh, apart from the hi-hat. I was like, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> am, I now, am I now an anecdote that Barney tells everybody? <laughs> I, re- I remember that. But I remember that morning where I think me and you, Adam, that Jim took yeah. us for a walk. It took yeah, us for a walk, and we were Phil like, and okay. Stu, Phil and Stu were still fast asleep at that point. We were we were early risers. <laughs> we were like, okay, we need to we need to go for a walk. And we were like, this is weird. Why are they taking us for a walk? And then they got us as far away as possible from the house and went, "We've got something that we need to tell you." 
We've lost that drum system. We've lost the that fun- drum thing was, they took us down this country lane and they were both sort of stood in front of us and we were stood behind them and they were both walking forward. And then Jim just stopped and span round and just went, right, I've got something serious to tell you. And we were both like, what the fuck? And then he just pointed at Barney and just went, hey, deleted, let love in the heel. And we were like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Because we weren't really that arsed. We just knew that it had been such a mission for Phil to get it perfect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and there Phil gets told his own story. That must have been quite funny. Uh, yeah. I mean, didn't, didn't somebody delete the whole third album? Yeah, that was Alex the Eraser, which I actually insisted be erased. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. yeah, if you look on the if you look if you look in the booklet of the third album in the credits, there will be Alex in brackets the Eraser. Oh. I can't remember his second name now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he formatted my fucking hard drive, didn't he? With all the the, the session files on it, he, he formatted it, and that was the similar thing, man. Where Max just span round and went, right, I've got something serious to tell you, and just pointed at Alex and just went. He formatted your hard drive last night, deleted everything. And again, I was just like, oh, fucking hell, that were, oh, that were a nightmare. But yeah, I mean, you know, those are the sorts of things that stick in your memory from, from album sessions. And he's now forever immortalized as the Eraser. I hope his friends call him it as well. Yeah. <laughs> Stu, what's your favorite song to play live? Oh man, I, I'm probably too high. Yeah, I think I just love the I just love the feel of it, and it goes in so many different directions. And I I just love the guitar, the the songs where Rob plays sings and plays guitar as well because it, it feels like everything's involved, you know. Mm, yeah, and it's a good point that yeah, it's an interesting point the difference between um, the songs when Rob's playing and when they're not because everyone with Rob playing has got sort of a a very a different yet distinctive style. It's interesting that mm. I've never really yeah. thought about it like that, um, but certainly. Certainly a point worth mentioning, actually. Years ago, I always thought that uh, it was only Adam playing, but just like dubbing over. I never realized Rob played until I actually saw you play. I don't play any guitar on the album uh, for recorded version of Getaway. I don't play any guitar on that. That's all Adam on that one. Hmm. Uh, But um, it's probably three or four. Yeah, man, there's a couple of where that where they were sort of birthed with with you doing the little riffs. Do you know what I mean? Like walls, walls came from your riff. That's where walls came from. You dun, 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 dun. and then I play the harmony over that, and Stu drops in with bass, and off we go. Do you know what I mean? And that's just you know, like I said in my very first history video, that's just how it went. Do you know what I mean? Everyone just did the bits, and it all fell together, and and that record came out of it um, completely blind. I would say, you know, we didn't realise at the time we were making something that we'd be listening back to twenty years later. You know. Yeah, thinking um, thinking about the good memories and the effect it's um, not you know not just had on us but all the fans who kind of felt like one of us and I think that's why we touched the sort of people that we did in the way we did is because I think they always just kind of felt like one of us we weren't like we were some you know stratospheric uh, massive rock group that you know was so sort of different and alien we were just exactly like them we dressed like them and it was just one big party man and i think that record sort of sums it all up oh yeah so uh temple newsom coming up uh in june uh i know you guys haven't met and talked but uh set list uh, after hearing some of these songs tonight uh any inspiration Anyway, you're like, we're bad. definitely not doing that. Yeah, that's what I mean. More than anything, <laughs> in case of, yeah, that's definitely off the list. That's definitely off the list. I don't know. I mean, we've talked, I mean, I spoke a lot about the, the set list myself. So if anyone else want to take, if anyone else has got out to say about it, but I mean, we don't even know yet, do we? Uh, I mean, dance, <laughs> dance, yes. Long yeah. road, yes. Yeah, Human, yeah. yes. Truth, yes. Float, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
this the rare out, <laughs> yeah. Turn out light, no. Yeah. People, yes. Get away, yes. Disco, maybe. Yes. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I fancy a bit of disco, man. I fancy mm. a bit of it. Um, but yeah, it's you know it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I mean, we've had three rehearsals and probably played six songs maximum. I th- you know, we've just we've just played through the the ones that are etched in our brains. There's plenty that we've yet to play through that we've got no clue what we're doing. But that's gonna be you know that's gonna be half the fun of it. Yeah. Well, I, I absolutely can't wait. This this has been amazing, by the way. Like, I, I'm I'm not going to rush you guys off. Uh, it's later there, but I, I do want. I couldn't leave without thanking you guys, all of you together, for just all the stuff you guys have done. It's in, I mean, I've got multiple emails, and I won't bore you. Different people basically saying the same thing, which is totally underrated. One of the best bands, huge influence in my life, and just lots of accolades. There's there's a lot of people out there that really appreciate what you guys did. So it was, and I think Harry Foley, he was another one that said like, I don't even think they realize how good they were you know and uh, and I, I kind of feel that way too like I, I don't want to speak for you guys but yeah when you guys do take the long road and walk it and you're like oh it's just another song you know back then <laughs> it was definitely not just another song so I, th- I think yeah I think it, re- for, it represented a massively important time in our lives and I think it's become obvious to us all that our music also represents a massive part in our fans lives do you know what I mean that they they um look back on incredibly fondly and all the gigs they came to see us on and all that sort of stuff it all just you know goes to uh, sort of the legacy that we left i suppose mm. i mean i i think it's it's nice to know that uh, what we did means a lot to people but i think the only thing i can really say that you know that i'm proud of that we did is that we just committed to it do you know what i mean like it was just that's the only real thing because i don't i don't think any of us as individuals would go, oh, we're amazing or whatever. But the sound, we were committed to it and it was something that was super important to us. Those moments on a Friday night when we got up into the church hall or whatever, like, I don't know about you, but I'd I'd wait all week to do that. Like everything that I couldn't say in the world, I'd wait for that moment and I'd just be like, ah, like that's what that, it, it it just meant a lot. That's, I guess that's the only thing I can say for sure is that it meant a lot to us, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, definitely. Wholeheartedly agree with that. Couldn't agree more. So yeah, that's been a a very special episode of this podcast, Music and More, where we've obviously had everyone on at once for the first time, which has been a bit of a dream come true for us all, really. I know it has for Pete. Pete uh, has been looking forward to this for a long time. and Because Pete wanted to do this really early doors, and he was like, ask him, ask him, ask him. And I don't know. I was always like, well, I don't want to, like, I don't know. uh, You know, I don't want to ask him to do something they don't feel comfortable about doing. But obviously, over time, and I've had you on individually and stuff, and we've all talked about stuff, it's just, it's really nice to see that it still means so much to to all of us um, in the same way. They mean so much to the fans. So yeah, the, we will be doing more of these for album two, album three, and you know, whatever else we, we feel like doing. But you know, I think we enjoy chatting again. So thank you all very much for listening. Thank you.
Sounds good. And you might see me. I might sneak in if you guys practice anywhere. If I'm in the country and you guys are practicing, I might crawl through a window. <laughs> hey, 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 come down, man. Come down. Yeah, yeah. You're allowed in. Come on. Bring a triangle and that. We'll be missing the bongos. Should, pre- should get the bongos going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got some spare cheap bongos going if you want them, Rob. I've, got, I've already got some I don't use. <laughs> Thank God. I remember that time when uh, who is it came on stage and said he could dance Reyes. Paul oh, Jesus. Remember that when yeah. he said he could, and we all actually believed him, didn't we? I mean, I, honestly, I've never looked at someone so like um I've never given did, did someone. Did he push you a, off? Did he push you off in end? I did I, I just sort of gave him a look that really made it clear that it was to exit the stage. <laughs> you, were, you were so pissed off with him. Because he dropped a big deal up as well. You were like, oh, I've got South American blood or some shit. <laughs> we, were like, yeah, oh, yeah. we thought he was going to be pulling out some moves and he just, he, he, I mean, whenever, you could just see that he got up there with all the best intent. It just looked like a random stage invader. Do you know what I mean? He just, yeah. just looked like someone who got up on stage. Lucky he didn't get chinned by security. It was the anticipation of it as well because we were all like, go on then, go on then. <laughs> we were just like, what is that? <laughs> because, um, like, we were always super, like, cautious if anyone got on stage. They, they could just basically spoil what we were doing. Yeah, you're building <laughs> something, think, yeah. I think no, we were like, seriously, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, took, I just took everything really seriously, so uh, there was no room for comedy for my money, do you know what I mean, when you're doing the sort of show that we were doing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fun, Adam, so. Adam, you're such a, usually a calm guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, fuck off, Pete. Honestly, oh, so Pete. Fuck off, Pete. Honestly, you and your fucking clips. I've got my own. <laughs> He's dangerous now. 